Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to The Straight Shooting View. What is up people? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to another episode of The Straight Shooting View. Now, <laughs> It's kind of ironic that I'm recording this whilst we're waiting for the result of the Blatter Platini fraud trial. Reason why it's ironic, just want to read this quickly. Match fixing cases increasing because of financial impact of COVID, says Europol from April 26, 2022. This was originally from. The financial impact of COVID on football clubs has caused an increase in match fixing cases, says Europol. Europol, the European Union's law enforcement agency, and UEFA are working together to tackle match fixing in football. The first Europol UEFA conference on match fixing was held on Tuesday, 26th of April, 2022. Organized crime quickly understood that a lot of football clubs were suffering financial financially as a consequence of COVID-19, said Burkhard Mull. Mull, the head of Euro Europol's European Financial and Economic Crime Centre, um, added, and where there is less money, players, coaches, officials and even club executives are increasingly vulnerable to being corrupted by fixers. Um, what with the huge profits associated with making the unpredictable predictable, <laughs> we are seeing more and more cases of match fixing and suspicious results. Sports Radar, a company which detects unusual betting patterns, released a report in October of 2021 um, saying it had detected more than 1,100 suspicious sports matches since the start of the pandemic in April of 2020. Now, Europol. I've, I've often talked about Interpol in terms of invest investigating corruption. And... Well, lo and behold, it actually ended up happening with the FIFA corruption scandal, which I still think Blatter and Platini need to be serving some jail time for. But we're waiting on the results of that fraud trial. And hopefully that doesn't get swept under the rug because it kind of looks like it does at this moment. But the financial impact of COVID on football clubs, I've been through before on episodes of the Straight Street Review about the financial impact of COVID on clubs. And... Also on my personal um, vlog slash podcast, the straight shooting rants, talking uh, talking about how about furloughing and how that affected clubs during the pandemic as well. So we know that a lot of clubs were negatively impacted by COVID, but match fixing rising is a very interesting little wrinkle and it's very concerning because match fixing was quite prevalent before COVID-19 and corruption in general like it, it, it even um, Burkhard Mull Europe, head of um, Europol's European Financial and Economic Crime Centre he was talking about there being less money and officials, executive clubs and players being more susceptible to corruption but this had already been going on before now guys like Klaus Lundekvam have been talking have talked for years about spot fixing 
So, which is basically a microcosm of match fixing. Because spot fixing, you're betting on how many corners they're going to be in a match, how many headers they're going to be in a match. And then players who have betted in the, in the matches that they're playing on, playing in, ending up forcing the issue. So, it's one of them ones where it's like, oh, I've bet on a match that have more than 10 corners. I'm going to make my... If I've got 50 grand riding on it, I'm going to make damn sure that there are at least 11 corners to make my to make, make me make me a very profitable individual so it's one of them was where with with covid where matches were stopped for months a lot of clubs were financially hurt by that so of course any sort of big revenue stream significant revenue stream would be tempting to a club or a player or an official who may not have been paid for a few months for instance or might have been laid off like look at Arsenal and their layoffs like imagine when the club came back and it's like well that club kind of screwed me out of money I might have turned to the dark side and started revealing secrets about the club and maybe which players might be might be suffering from a gambling addiction or something like that. It, it, it delves into so much when you're trying to make the unpredictable predictable and you've got a lot to gain financially from it. It's one of them ones, you start getting into really, really murky waters. I mean, look at someone who has recently, who I think in the last couple of years has actually come out from prison. Two words. Luciano Moggi. So... Look at him. Look at the network of corruption and match-fixing he ran with the Calciopoli scandal. And that was back in, what, 2009? So that was way before COVID. Over a decade. So match-fixing isn't a new thing. And because of COVID, it's not a new thing. It's something that most people probably thought had gone away. But it really never has. And as I mentioned earlier, the whole thing with corruptible officials, Blatter and Platini. One was head of UEFA, one was head of FIFA, and it's one of them was, I've always said both of them should have been thrown in prison for life, because they were supposed to be the examples, the leaders, the standard bearers for world and European football, and they're giving each other bribes. This is not a disloyal payment, it's bribes, but that's, a, that's one of them ones. But organised crime getting involved, again, coming back to the Calciopoli scandal in Italy, you think organised crime weren't behind that? Look at South American football as well. The amount of organised crime behind that football. The amount of drug money behind that football. So, those derby games, like River Plate and Boca Juniors and Independiente, all those, all those South American sides, Fluminense, Newell's Old Boys, all of those sides have a lot more riding on it because there's a hell of a lot more than just three points riding on it or a cup riding on it. You've got millions with organised crime behind it. So, European football experiencing a jump in match fixing is not really much of a surprise during COVID because almost everybody got stung by COVID apart from the food retail sector. They would, they would, them, Amazon, Love Honey probably as well, um, see the um, straight shooting rants for about Amazon Love Honey cleaning up during the pandemic. Um, but it was one of them where it's like those kinds of sectors that were allowed to stay open thrive during the pandemic. 
I mean, in what a two-week period, the the supermarkets in the, um, in the UK, there's like five, six of them, made about ten billion pounds between them during a panic buying frenzy. Whilst everything else was shutting down, they were staying open and business was gangbusters. So football had to make its money back somehow. And as I said, certain clubs like Arsenal were making layoffs. Tottenham were trying to indulge in the furlough scheme, as well as Liverpool. A lot of clubs ended up backtracking on that, even though it was a legitimate, a legitimate business entitlement. But I've discussed that on the straight shooting view before as well, and the straight shooting rants, um, my, my personal vlog. So I won't go into that again. But Sports Radar saying, with a report from October 2021, saying that they detected more than 1,100 suspicious sports matches since the start of the pandemic, tells its own story, and that is a worrying one. Because it's like a scarcity of anything, as I just said about the panic buying frenzy back in March, April of 2020, a scarcity of anything will cause obviously inflation, but it will cause a rush, a stampede, literally in some cases, to the activity that there is or the commodities or the products that there are. So... Football clubs losing out on money, officials losing out on money, people getting fired, having to make cutbacks, you got to make your revenue back somewhere. So it's one of them was look at the TV companies. Some people were expecting this um, the season Liverpool won the Premier League to be null and voided. And I always said, no, that's not going to happen because as much as people would want it, it would have costed the Premier League, what, 300 million to carry on the season and put the games on free to air, but it would have costed them 1.5 billion to quit the season there and then. What option do you think the Premier League are going to go for? Because it's all about the money. So it is one of them ones, man, where it's like, it's concerning. And it's not going to go away unless the powers that be start really clamping down and Sports Radar and Europol start working together along with UEFA, FIFA, Premier League, the FA. Everybody needs to work together to get rid of the scourge of match-fixing. Match everybody. That's my take on it. But I want to know your views. I have been straight shooting LJA. www.pitch-talk.com is our official website. I would like to know your views. What do you think about the rise in match fixing during the pandemic from April 2020 up until 2022? What do you think about Sports Radar recording one, over 1,100 suspicious cases of during matches of match fixing? Suspicious betting patterns and all of that. Do you think the powers that be in football need to do more to stop it? Or do you think they're in on it? Do you think they're in on the swerve? Do you think that organised crime has a lot to do with match fixing and how lucrative it is? Has the pandemic increased it? Or is it just highlighting a problem that was already there, but just swept under the rug? At Pitch Talk on Twitter, tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk, become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we're working so hard to create. At Pitch Talk on Instagram as well. YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk for all of our videos. Our podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor FM. 
Also, Ghana, G-A-A-N-A, as well as many other places, including Verbal, V-U-R-B-L, and so many other sources. Player FM, TuneIn Radio, wherever you pick up your podcast, you could pick up the Pitch Talk podcast, including Coaching with JBK, episodes of the Straight Shooting View, 5 Minutes with the G, and much, much more to come. Much, much more to come. At Pitch Talk on Instagram for vlog previews, images, and much more. I have been straight shooting LJA and until next time, thank you for joining me. Take it easy, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.